1: Have the fun of my lips. It is so sensible. It's,
2: it's a very, very basic, basic conspiracy.
0: conspiracy. I promise this won't hurt at all. You laughed at me, I didn't.
2: government is playing a game. They want to see if they can make people disappear. We will not be silenced. Okay.
1: There are still so many unanswered questions
0: about what's going
2: on. I think it's funny that you had come at me with three identifications and it's all
0: clearly squirrels. <laughs> oh, he had sex with an owl. I had to maintain my dominance. I'm a regular Dan Rickles Keep your hands to yourself
2: Hello, and welcome to the TruthCast That is True Revelations Uncovered Through heroism. Cast. I am Thomas Luge, and as always, I am here with my partner, Mr. Little Dickie Ricketts
0: Hey, welcome back, Thomas It's really good to see you again It's been
2: more than a week, hasn't it? Uh, yes, Dickie, it has
0: Oh, okay, I, I felt like this time it's been a, a good year since I've seen you uh, no, it's only been seven days since
2: our last interview.
0: Oh, which is different than a week, apparently. Okay, that, that, that's good, Thomas. I'm, I'm glad one of us knows how to read a calendar.
2: Yes, yes, Dickie. Um, I brought another guest for us today. She. Has- Wait a
0: second. Have days of the week gotten longer since I've been down here?
2: Uh, no, they are they are the same. What are, are you okay, Dicky?
0: Yeah, I mean, I taste pennies, but that's been happening for a while. Uh, who's our guest?
2: Um, our guest is a, a treat that I brought down for the end of your detox program. It is the last step before we allow you back out into the world. Um, oh, a Fight
0: Club! I think I might be able to take her, but I'm not 100 percent positive. Uh, no, because it's it's, it's
2: um, not. It's not. It's not a Fight Club, Dicky. It's it's. I, we brought down someone to evaluate your mental two states. uh-oh I don't like that at all uh, it, 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 it's 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 just a standard operating procedure for your eight week detox program and the last step we must take before we let you back out
0: okay well uh let me get into my safe place i'm gonna curl up into a fetal position and sometimes i feel like i don't have no,
2: di- 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 just just uh, r- relax calm down dicky calm down it's not a oh, i'm just relaxed sit down sit down on this bucket here and oh, and okay we will, okay um I, let, let me Let me bring in uh, the, the social worker that I brought here. Please, let me remove your, your blindfold. I, I miss, I didn't... Oh, my goodness. I don't recall your name. We didn't exchange names. What was what was your name? Well,
1: well fr- I, I actually, I told you my name is Dr. Sarah Connolly, but you were so intent on tying the double blindfold around. I'm not sure why you had to blindfold my uh, nose this, as well. well this, this, uh, but this
2: complex that we're on is a... Uh, th- there's a lot of secrets here, and I can't jeopardize uh, its location to be known.
1: Okay, well... My nose does not have any idea where I am, nor do my eyes, but I am very interested in this, uh, this gentleman crouching on the floor, rocking back and forth. Hello, is it Dickie? Dickie, I understand your name is Dickie? It is, doctor. I'm
0: questioning Thomas's research on this. You just grabbed a social worker at random, it sounds like. Uh, no, it, was,
1: we, it wasn't random. We were in the grocery store. We were looking at the mangoes in the
2: produce section, and we sparked up a conversation. Yes.
1: I was window shopping. I don't actually like mangoes, but I love the way they look. So I was just, oh. just looking. I was taking some pictures, and um, we got into a conversation.
0: They do reach a rainbow of colors as they ripen. I, I do like the look of a mango as well as the taste of a mango, though. I've always called them mangoes, hmm. but uh, when in Rome...
2: Dickie, we have a special guest here. Can we please keep the slow slur- to a
0: minimum today. Uh, oh.
1: L- I- it's okay. I've heard worse. Honestly, oh. I've heard worse. I I, I do want to ask you a couple of quick questions. Um, when you say you taste pennies, do you mean like as a hobby or. Is it as if you're tasting pennies? You're not actually picking up a handful of pennies and putting it in your mouth. Is, is that more of a metaphor for tasting like an iron taste in your mouth? I want to be clear. I have to be very literal in my job.
0: Uh, it's more of a coppery taste. But uh, no, I have not been able to put actual pennies in my mouth for about nine weeks now. But yes, yes, I, I um, much like you sense your whereabouts through your nose, I do through my mouth. Uh, I have very attuned taste buds. So I, I do like to taste things. Quite There's so
1: much to unpack here, but I I just wanted to quickly say, apparently apparently Thomas thinks that I sense where I am through my nose. I want to make it very clear. I don't particularly think I have like a spidey sense nose or anything. Although sometimes when I've got a bad cold, it does seem like spider webs, sticky webs are coming out of my nose. When oh. I- <laughs> sometimes it's good to use humor with the very, very ill. So Dickie, uh, I understand that you were part of a cult and that now you have... Climbed back into reality uh, vis-a-vis um, this dirty shack.
0: Religion. I think cult is kind of a uh, four-letter word, uh, if my no, do, is it, it was very
2: much so a cult. There was a song. There was all kinds of rituals. It was absolutely a cult.
0: Disagree to agree.
1: Well, I guess we agree... Do we agree? Uh, Did they teach you that in the cult? That is extremely uh, advanced logic. There's a bit of manipulation happening there. I have to say, in a sense, I respect it because, of course, as a psychologist, I'm fascinated by the inner workings of the computer of the human mind. But I also want to circle back on something you said earlier, which is, um, do you really feel that mangoes display a rainbow of colors as they're ripening? How many colors would you say a mango exhibits in its... Oh course from seed to stomach contents. Well,
0: none of the shades of blue, but I mean, they start from uh, green and then they kind of go into like a a yellow and then an orange and then a red. So, I mean, you get get a good chunk of the rainbow. Uh, I can't think of any other food items that do that as well. I believe
2: uh, an old loaf of bread has several colors involved with
1: it. That's right. And that's how we also make life-saving penicillin. Mm. So Mm. uh, you win this round. Thomas, you win this round. That being said, Dickie, there is a term that we use in psychology. uh, Touché. I was wrong. You're right. There are a tremendous amount of of colors that are shown in uh, the the the, ex- the exhibit of a mango as it goes from its early stages of life into being consumed. Uh, I the word rainbow the ra- the word rainbow is a little triggering for me, so I apologize if I if I seem to really jump on that. Oh. If I jumped on if I pounced on it. I, that's 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 uh, that's me. I didn't
0: know that you'd be so touche about uh, rainbows. I'm sorry. I also thought that word was pronounced touchy, but uh, touche. I'm sorry for bringing up rainbows. Obviously, it's a touche subject for you.
1: Only in that I feel like it's just one of those things, you know, where, and maybe you've experienced something like this, one, either one or both of you, when you feel like you know more about something than other people do, something that other people take for granted and feel is just like a naturally occurring thing that you, of course, know has a far deeper, more complex meaning. It, it, do you have anything like that?
2: Vicky and I share many topics uh, that we feel many people are far behind us on for example we had a guest a few months ago at the very beginning of us doing our show here that communicated to our audience that animals are made of four uh, just a combination of four basic animals the uh, badger the squirrel um the uh, uh, jellyfish and um uh I don't recall the fourth
0: one. It really stuck with you. Thomas, would you mind taking your headphones off for a moment?
2: Uh, Sure.
0: Okay. Uh, doctor? Yes. I'm so glad that we can have this talk. Yes, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. My religion I was in that Thomas likes to be dismissive of and call it cult. Uh, we were talking about blue chemtrails. They occlude the alien mothership that's above our planet. And why are you shaking your head oh, at us? I'm why? sorry. I, mean- I
1: just, it's charming. No, it's charming. It's just so naive. It's so funny and charming to think <laughs> that. That planes would be causing like those chemtrails. I just think that's such a funny conspiracy. Oh, planes, chemtrails! What kind of crazy, oh. dangerous things are they dropping into the skies? <laughs> that's that's absurd. We know that the only thing that planes cause are rainbows.
0: Oh, put back on your headphones, Thomas. Your headphones. Your yes, you, Thomas. Your head- headphones. Your headphones. Sounds like dead bones headphones
1: why are you giving him something else it sounds like if he can't well no that worked he's oh yeah absolutely
0: worked good job thomas i think i'm cured i couldn't i couldn't hear what you were saying i i took advantage of the opportunity to talk about my former uh what i thought was a religion but it turns out to be a cult
2: uh yes i've been telling you this for months now
0: yeah yeah oh doctor you're amazing yeah planes don't make chemtrails planes make rainbows Hmm. that's right wow that's right I've been deprogrammed I think I can come out of the shelter now
1: isn't that a funny coincidence how strange that you that you and I would both be window shopping mangoes and that you would casually mention that you had a friend in an undisclosed location that was uh, trying to recover from a very very brief time in a cult and that while I offered up my services and you uh, expressed interest you also told me that I could know nothing about the location that I would be going to I mean this all just and then to, to find out that what he believed was chemtrails? I mean, I just think that's so. I just think that's a wonderful coincidence. Yes. Serendipity.
2: Fate is an interesting um, entity. And in, in yes. its interworkings are very, um, very mysterious.
1: Yes, indeed. It just makes me so happy. A lot of
0: people say the Star Wars movies are implausible, but I think we've just proven that fate deals a hefty hand. Uh, doctor, would you mind taking your headphones off for a second so I could have oh, a, uh, a word with my? Yes, please. Oh, of course. Thank you, Thomas. She thinks. Rainbows came out of fucking airplanes, man. Rainbows have been around longer than airplanes. Hmm. What kind of crackpot do you think you have healing me? Dickie, I
2: think think we should just hear what she has to say. Maybe she's not saying that rainbows were invented by airplanes, but maybe that airplanes somehow have co-opted rainbows.
0: Yeah, but what what about the rainbows that came out before planes were invented like in 1972 or something. I don't know, Thomas. I think you brought a real cuckoo in uh, uh okay. Dickie, uh-, uh doctor headphones uh, over here uh hmm? doctor headphones headphones. Oh. Yes.
1: oh. Oh, it's such a relief to be able to hear again. I am a little worried, though, because as we all know, tin does not allow in the sun's precious rays. And I'm I'm starting to feel that perhaps, Dickie, you would have recovered more quickly had you had more exposure to the sunshine. A lot of people, of course, credit the sun with positive good feelings. They talk about the sun vitamin being vital to your well-being oh. and your sense of happiness. But when you really break it down, I think you'll, you'll note that you you actually only feel your best when it's just rained and there's a rainbow but nevertheless I think it would be good for you oh. to have that the exposure to to those rainbow rays would it be possible for you to get some outside time some time in the yard as they say in prison well I believe now that I'm
0: cured I'll be leaving with the both of you when we leave the shelter here so right Thomas I'm free to go um, we first
2: have to see um, what your evaluation is at the end of this uh, meeting here Dickie
1: oh okay yes I'm not I'm not one of those psychologists that allows the patient to self declare cured being cured oh I know that's common enough, but I'm one of those doctors that insists on using my own medical and clinical expertise to determine whether someone has cured or not. My very presence here does not des- you yes, know let's not that. get ahead of
2: ourselves oh. here, Dickie. Let's Let's just complete this evaluation, and we will decide at the end if you are ready to get back out into society.
0: Okay. Uh, you had more questions for me then. I thought I was leaving. <sighs>
1: you know, if you want to continue the conversation that we began having, it does seem that you have a natural curiosity about planes and rainbows. I wouldn't mind using that as a sort of continuum uh, to, in, in which we would determine your mental well-being. If you'd like to talk more about that, I could I could do a Rorschach test of sorts uh, with words, Dickie. Could I ask you, um, what do you think of when you think of rainbows? I think of the years
0: 1988 through 1996 where I ate just Lucky Charms and uh, had a touch of the Sugarfoot, but uh, I'm okay now. Uh, so, yeah, it reminds me of a, a happier time. Hmm.
1: How strange that you would bind yourself vulnerable to a cult like atmosphere. So, when you think of rainbows, you think of a very personal, very personal indeed, experience of your own, wherein you, for some reason, sustained uh, your life's blood only on Lucky Charms for what I would say is an alarming period of years. Mm. Uh, just eight years. What about when I, what about when? you think of rainbows that you see In the sky, Dickie. Rainbows we see in the sky. LeVar Burton. Well, you're not wrong about that. I'll tell you something. The idea that we got, uh, and by we I mean just humanity, were able to tie him in in a marketing deal with the whole rainbow thing was um, very, very good for us. Very, very good for us.
0: You're in the rainbow
1: business too? I I want to make it clear. I personally am not in the rainbow business. I was just saying, you know, because of the antidepressants that planes are dropping out of the sky that are reflecting on these little droplets of light after a rain that then fall down on us and make us happy, the fact that LeVar Burton was willing to attach himself to the project in such a way as to continue to make positive uh, associations with rainbows, such as reading and children, very, very important things, and things that you absolutely appreciate and enjoy when you're on a heavy dose of antidepressants. Uh, It was just... It was just a. It was a benefit to the country and the world.
2: <gasps> now, Dickie brought up a good point earlier when we were having our, our side conference. He mentioned that uh, rainbows have existed longer than aeroplanes. Now, were rainbows at one time naturally occurring, and our governments co-opted them, or? was there some other mechanism that we were not aware of that were delivering rainbows for our happiness
1: well as you know uh, the only way that you're able to see a rainbow is by the arc of the plane carrying the antidepressants Mm. taking off into the sky and dropping Mm. the antidepressants and then you follow the arc of the shimmering antidepressants to the end where the plane lands now Mm. in the old days Mm. yes of course there were rainbows let's not be ridiculous but the rainbows were much smaller because the arc of the rainbow that you would see could only be as far as someone could well during times when you know cannons had been invented you could see a rainbow that would span the arc of a cannon full of antidepressants that would then you know land somewhere leaving that beautiful arc we know as a rainbow Uh, and before that before things that had a longer range were invented the rainbow was just uh, as, as high as the arc of someone being able to throw Throw antidepressants into the air uh, and in some oh. sort of object like a maybe a small baggie attached to a rock or a like a like a stone fruit, you know, and so that would cause that rainbow that we would all see. So you're very right in that rainbows far, far precede air, air airlines. I almost said <laughs> airplanes. So yes, they've been around for quite some time, but of course, always, always antidepressants attached to some sort of arcing object then shimmering down the antidepressants on uh, humankind, making them much happier.
0: Ooh, I have a point and a counterpoint. My point is that I believe I should be honest and let you know when you had your headphones off, I thought you might be a little bit crazy, but now you make perfect sense. Thank you. And uh, So my apologies for that. Mm-hmm. See,
2: Dickie, I, I told you to just hear her out and take in the information.
0: You were right, Thomas. Clearly I'm healed. And my counterpoint is, and I may not be using point and counterpoint correctly at all, but the band garbage when they said they're only happy when it rains Mm -hmm. they must be talking about rainbows
1: that's right so my question is what is Shirley Manson like she's wonderful she is one of the um, main investors in the current round of antidepressants that we have circulating via airplanes Um, of course as you know this entire thing is what created spring at all because the animals and the plants seem to enjoy the antidepressants as well Um, before that of course it was just winter straight into summer so, uh, Shirley has been on board from the very beginning. Uh, uh, as soon as she found out about rainbows and the antidepressants, uh, she she put in, uh, well, I'll say her life savings, um, into improving, mm-hmm, into improving uh, the, the quality of the antidepressants, if you will. And if you'll notice, people are only getting happier. Yeah. I mean, I think we can all agree, everyone's just happy all the time now, unless they're inside too much.
2: I- I do have one one other question. Mm? Given that these airplanes are producing these these rainbows and they are simply um, antidepressant vapors coming down to make us happy, does that mean the green movements are occurring right now to try to limit emissions and motorized vehicles both in the air and on the ground, does that mean that this is a left-wing conspiracy to eliminate happiness?
1: It very well may be. It very well may be. I th- I think the um the point and counterpoint i'd like to make are it very well may be and the counterpoint is thank you for understanding that some conspiracies are good rainbows and some conspiracies are bad green warriors oh and i'm not sure if i'm using point and counterpoint correctly either i'm many things but i'm not a linguist or an english professor
0: (laughs) i sometimes listen to the grammar girl podcast because that mignon fogarty she teaches me stuff that i quickly forget unfortunately Speaking of happiness, man, Dylan Baker. I have a hard time watching him in things without thinking of his role in happiness. But he's a
1: really good actor. Mm-hmm. He's a fine, fine actor. He was great in his arc, like a rainbow, of the Americans. Yeah. Of the Americans, yes. Durham Warfare. Germ warfare, not dissimilar to the wonderful effects of the sky antidepressants, uh, but far far darker and with graver consequences to humankind, yes.
0: He's also in Hunters on Amazon Prime playing a Nazi. That's right. That's a bad guy, kind of like his bad guy in Happiness. He's very good at playing
1: a bad guy. Well,
0: I mean, different kind of bad guy. He seems delightful, though, in real life.
1: I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know.
0: He seemed like he might be Irish, and I was wondering if maybe he knew leprechauns and maybe if he was part of the Rainbow
1: Well, it's very funny that you would bring that up because that, of course, is the origin of the entirety of the uh, medical use of antidepressants to cheer people up. During the potato famine, uh, Dr. Patrick Leprechaun discovered that he had a way to disseminate, you know, the Irish were very, very skeptical about any sort of antidepressants. And (laughs) Dr. Leprechaun realized that if he could uh, sling an antidepressant, again, antidepressants have been around a very long time. Uh, if he could sling the antidepressants through the air and then create a charming story about why people were seeing this beautiful rainbow in the sky, Uh, he would help carry the the people through one of their darkest hours.
0: Now, earlier you were talking about the marketing of rainbows, and that that brings me up Mm. to an interesting point. Not to to dwell on music so much, it's just been a long...
1: I think I'll decide whether the point is interesting, Dickie, but go ahead. uh,
0: Fair enough. So you know how Paul Williams wrote Why Are There So Many Songs about rainbows in the beginning of Rainbow Connection? I believe Kermit the Frog wrote that. I don't oh. know who Paul Williams is. Oh, I'm sorry, Kermit the Frog. I can only think of one other song about rainbows, and that's somewhere over the... So what other songs mm-hmm. was he talking about, and why aren't there more songs about rainbows?
1: That's one of the great mysteries. How did the pyramids get built? Aliens. Why did... Why did Kermit the Frog believe that there were so many, so very many songs about rainbows and who's hiding them and why? Yeah. Why doesn't the government want us to know about all of these songs about rainbows that have been hidden away in the annals of history?
2: Um, is it perhaps... Another left wing conspiracy in order to hide the gold at the end of the rainbow to redistribute it amongst all of the people instead of the deserving job creators?
1: Oh, that's a very interesting question. Far outside my pay grade. Far outside my pay grade. Mm. But, Dickie, I believe I owe you an answer. And that point was interesting.
0: Oh, thank you. And I learned another pronunciation of a word I've been saying wrong. So it's Annals of History.
1: Oh, have what have you been saying? Anals. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Uh you know what? It works both ways. You can you can use both. Those are both accepted pronunciations. I'm
0: very woke, so now I say her story.
1: That's also an appropriate uh, adjustment to make in your vocabulary. I appreciate that, and I applaud it. I've
0: noticed a lot of people would get mad when I would say the anal's of her story. Yeah, boy, is my face red.
1: Yeah, I would maybe I would maybe eighty-six that from your from your lexicon once you are allowed to leave this tin shack.
0: I think it might be a little <laughs> bit longer now if I've. To be totally honest with you both, I mean, I mean, it probably will be. I need to learn more words. Thomas, are you okay? You seem very quiet now.
2: I, I had something in my eye. Oh,
1: oh, interesting. <laughs> And that prevented you from, hmm, okay, well, what a fascinating structure. What an interesting building we find ourselves in. Interesting indeed. Thomas, might I suggest a
0: biologist to be on the show sometime and let you know how senses and the body work? Little known
2: fact, uh, my my eyes and my voice box are actually connected. Um, It was a birth defect that my parents decided to not have corrected um, when I was a child. So now if my eyes are affected in any way, my voice box immediately locks up.
0: Ooh, that sounds like a Guillermo del Toro nightmare character.
1: I will say that I've learned something new, which is that apparently, and it makes perfect sense, if you have a voice box, there's no reason it can't be locked. I mean, it's a box. Yeah. Of course, there's going to be some some way to lock it. Ooh.
2: Yes, of course. Uh, a classic case of a box being locked is Pandora's box.
1: That's right. That's right. And then, But then I think maybe it did... I mean, it opened. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what came out of it. The sins of the world, something like that.
0: Nothing good, that's for sure. Nothing doing. And Thomas, I'm glad that you're not too touche about us talking about your vocal box.
1: I feel okay. I feel. I, I think. Well, no. Please go. Please, please go ahead, Thomas. I was just
0: going to say I'm very.
2: I'm very comfortable talking about my body and various other parts
0: about me. Well, now I'm suddenly uncomfortable. So
1: and so, did, what what happened to your eye to cause your accent? Was that uh, some Sort of a like a bug or a my, little grain of sand that got in there and just never came out. Oh uh,
2: no, my he's from New Jersey. Yes, my accent was from my upbringing in New Jersey.
1: Oh I see my mistake. Now I can hear it clearly. I apologize. I didn't mean to imply that your accent was uh, sounded like the product of a terrible accident. <laughs> I didn't mean to imply that that the word accent doesn't exist without the word accident. Or maybe I mean <laughs> vice versa. I'm not sure. Again, not a linguist. Not throwing a linguist. shade. <laughs> Speaking of throwing shade, of course we understand that that phrase comes from. If you're throwing shade, that means you're putting a barrier between a person and a rainbow. Exactly. And that's a very cruel thing to do because you're you're keeping someone from their, their chemically given right to happiness.
0: I really like the cover of Somewhere Over the Rainbow by the Hawaiian gentleman, Israel. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he make more music?
1: Well, the ukulele is has more limitations than uh, other stringed instruments. So that's really the only song that you can play on the ukulele.
0: Okay. Well, at least it's a mashup between two different... Songs, So you're sort of getting a bonus there. He's a clever songwriter. I hope he's doing well. That's right. How do you feel about giving me an all clear diagnosis so I can maybe go outside and see a rainbow?
1: Well, here's what I would say to that, my friend. I have been very, very impressed at how well you were able to fool me at the beginning of this conversation into thinking that you are far more well than you in fact are. I do agree 100% that you absolutely need exposure to more rainbows. You do need more exposure to those precious, precious antidepressants that fall from the sky. So I will be speaking privately to Thomas, but I'm not sure why I'm going to make it private because I'm about to tell you exactly what I'm going to say, which is please give you more time Oh, I'll take off my headphones. (laughs) Okay. I can hear you laughing. Is it... uh, Does that... That must mean that they're still on. Nope. Okay. Well, in that case, I would say... I'm kidding, guys. I
0: stuck a candy corn in my oh. ear so I could still hear you. Let me take the candy corn out. Okay, go ahead. I can't hear now.
1: I would give him about seven to eight hours a day chained to the outside of this shack um, mm-hmm. and just let him take in the rays. Take in the rays. Mm-hmm. And eventually it will rain and there will be a plane that flies by with a rainbow. I don't know how much rain you get this time of year. It may be quite some time before the full effects of uh, a, a chem drop will be available.
2: This right now is the dry season, unfortunately, but we can definitely install some sort of doggy door at the entrance of the bomb shelter. Okay. Um, so Dickie can come in and out as he please. But please, but of course, we, we'll build a fence around the entrance so he can't go too far.
1: That sounds like a medically safe Way to get him out into what could result in a rainbow.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Dicky, would you like to put your
2: Dicky?
0: Could please put your headphones. Yep.
1: Okay. I uh, I ate
0: the candy corn so I could hear most of that inside my oh, tummy. I,
1: this is a wonderful and magical room. What a strange and wonderful place I have found myself in. So then you know that you're going to be uh, essentially a prisoner here, but that you will have more access to the outside. That's exciting. What a fun, exciting development for you in your life.
0: Yeah. And hey, I get to see people sometimes every week and sometimes every seven days.
1: Well, I think you should stop that altogether. I would uh, I would say stop bringing guests. Oh,
0: Dickie,
2: our guests on the show will be the only people you see. I I will make sure to let everyone know on the premises to stay away from this area of the yard. Mm
1: -hmm. I would stop doing the show. I would stop doing the show. I don't think this show is doing anything good for your mental health. I think you should probably stop doing the show at least for at least until the next rainbow. I just don't want you to be putting oh. irresponsible content out there. So I would recommend zero guests for the foreseeable future.
0: Oh, it'll
1: just be me and you, Thomas. That's right.
2: Yes, the, unless there is a rainbow before our next recording, then of course we will have another
0: guest. Well, we'll have to have our <laughs> listeners tune in next week and find out. It's it's a cliffhanger now.
1: Ooh. That's right. Will will you ever have a guest again? <laughs> Probably you will, and you know what? I'll talk to some of my friends over at the mm, what's it called weather bureau and see if we can't arrange a little uh, August shower or whenever this is coming
0: out, or September shower,
1: or whenever we are. Just right. whenever we are, I could put in a call or two. It's my my maiden name isn't Leprechaun for nothing.
0: Well, I'd ask Thomas to look at the calendar, but clearly he's Struggles with them Thank you doctor For joining us today On the truth cast This has been delightful oh. Yes thank you For joining us
1: Oh I've I've Oh yes yes I've had a wonderful time I'm sorry I couldn't uh, Be of more help On your road to wellness But I'm hoping that um, I will be able to Add a little A little sparkle A little sunshine And a little rainbow To your life uh, If I make a few calls
0: Yay Thank you for listening To the truth cast You can send questions Topic suggestions Or comments To Thomas
2: at True Heroes zero five three at gmail.com or to dicky at little dick r at gmail.com please please,
0: i would tell you to like and subscribe to the podcast but i've already hacked into your computers and done it for you Dr. Sarah Connolly, you know who that was? It was only the great Janet Varney from the JV Club podcast, as well as the Voyage to the Stars podcast. Voyage to the Stars new season should be starting soon. She's also one of the co-founders of the San Francisco Sketchfest, is the voice of the titular Cora in the Legend of Korra cartoon, and is one of the leads in the IFC show Stand Against Evil, which is now on Hulu, and the IFC.com show. Fortune Rookie. I've been a fan of Janet's for years and years and years, first hearing her on the Never Not Funny podcast, and then discovering her acting in the dating parody show Burning Love. That show is so unbelievably brilliant. I believe it's still streaming on Hulu. You should watch it, especially if you like The Bachelor or any of those type shows. It's so good. Alex and I cannot thank Janet enough for appearing on the podcast. What a truly cool human being, and immensely talented. Oh my god i know you can't see it but hopefully you can hear it i am glowing right now thank you so much for listening to the truth cast until next week keep being awesome